welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and Rambo's a special op squad for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Matt Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind. Not MCU or MCU rewind with no underscore. Those are nefarious, evil people. And you can rate us uh, on whatever podcast app you are currently listening to, which is really the best thing you do for any podcast. And with that, today's episode is about Punisher Season 1, Episode 5, Gunner. Original air date, or posting on Netflix date, November 17th, 2017. And in case for some odd reason you can't remember what happens in this episode, here's a quick rundown of what happens. Frank and Micro argue that Madani saw Frank's face. So, Frank leaves to spend quality time with Micro's family. Anyway, Frank tells Micro that the extra video of the interrogation interrogation slash murder in Kandahar was filmed by Gunner, so they go to see him at his cabin in the middle of nowhere. While there, the CIA attacks, trying to kill Gunner. They kill him, and Frank passes out in the woods looking like he's going to die. But there's still eight episodes in this season, so after this, uh, he uh, lives because Micro finds him. Agent Madani wakes up in a ton of pain from that car crash the night before. Uh, It's weird because we're not used to seeing people in pain in the MCU. So um, anyway, she doesn't tell anyone that she saw Frank's face and becomes obsessed with that. Uh, She brings in Carrie's page to uh, ask her if she knows where Frank Castle is, uh, but, you know, not in a direct way. Um, I have a note later that (laughs) is like, I watched uh, Black Widow not too long ago. And she mm-hmm. fell from like three stories and just, you know, got up. she had a little limp for like 30 seconds and she was fine. Yeah. Madonna needs to get mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she fell and then she kept hitting things on the way mm-hmm. down too. I don't know if that's worse or better. I mean, it's, I, well, the, the other girl broke her leg, which I didn't realize until like my most recent viewing that her leg is at an angle. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. notice that earlier. Okay. That makes sense. I feel like this is the perfect thing for the Mythbusters to test. Yeah, if they were still testing stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But oh, well. now Adam Savage is just making Iron Man suits and whatnot, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good alternative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right, you ready for some fast facts? Um, I I guess I I, I feel like we've kind of rambled enough that maybe some of those things that we just said were fast. Um. But yes, yes, let's talk about Fast Facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Your work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Um, do you have any Fast Facts, Al? No, you took my one. Adam Savage oh. is making Iron Man suits. That's it. Oh, oh okay. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, the title, Gunner, is uh, probably reference to the character of Gunner, who's introduced and dispatched in this episode. Um, probably. He's... Now, we're never sure 100%, but probably in this one. <laughs> uh, that's true. Like, he, they could have just, like, abandoned him, and then he went and lived a happy life um, with more arrows and stuff. Also, uh, there were a lot of people shooting, so there were plenty. There, were, there was more than one gunner in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the character that Leo, um, David's daughter, is talking about is the Life of Pi. Which, uh, did you ever see the Life of Pi? No, I saw plenty of commercials. Yeah, that that's about the same thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, based on this commercials, it's about a kid who's stranded at sea with a tiger, and I know this, someone told me this, with the tiger he named Richard Parker. Who is the name of Peter Parker's dad from the comics? <laughs> really? Yep. Hmm. Well, not only the comics, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, where he's like some sort of secret spy, but we'll never know what that's about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that all led up to a whole history of of his dad but okay mm-hmm. yep and uh my third and final fast fact is uh just something personal to me uh david tells uh frank about 
Hades naming his dog Spot. That's something mm-hmm. I tell, like, I've taught Greek uh, mythology, like, as an enrichment to kids before, and that's my favorite fact to tell, tell kids. And I knew that before <laughs> the Punisher. <laughs> nice. All right. Moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Um, so, I promoted Madonna to hero. We didn't talk about this ahead of time, because we don't <laughs> talk about stuff actually having to do with our podcast. <laughs> No, no, we, we always sign on. <laughs> we we always sign on, and we talk for like 30 minutes to an hour, never about the show. That, no. no. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> we know we're going to talk for like an hour while we're recording it. For, mm-hmm. yep. Um. So do you want to start with Madonna or Frank? Uh, let's start with Frank, because I think we, we've always started with Frank. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, I, I think Frank and Micro, one half. Madonna and her stuff, the other half is probably good. Mm-hmm. So. Um, just... Wait, oh yeah. Just so you know, <laughs> I had to check Madonna's notes, that I put all of Karen's stuff with Frank and Madonna. I didn't give her her own section and guys in the chair. Because she's with them in both of her scenes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we'll start with Karen. Him meeting Karen. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. What do you think, Al? Do you think it's better to meet in a public place but being the only two people there possibly? Or should they meet in private somewhere? <laughs> um, I mean, considering... Okay, so I think in the situation where you have two people who can like they don't really want people to know that they know each other then in public can be okay. Um, Mm. But I think in this situation where one of them is supposed to be dead, uh, maybe in private is a better uh, place for for them to meet. Yeah. Um, I was also trying to figure out like where they met. Uh, Like Mm -hmm. it looks like the same place where in uh, daredevil season one, I mean, I didn't research this, so I don't know if it's actual true. But in Daredevil season one, um, doesn't like Owsley meet with somebody like clandestinely, and then in Luke Cage, um, Misty Knight's partner meets with somebody clandestinely, and it all looks like it's all in the same pier. <laughs> um, I I honestly don't remember. Um, I okay, I I do remember Owsley. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the clandestine spot okay. where in in this episode that Punisher and Karen meet. I think they they usually meet somewhere else. But what you're referring to with Owsley, I do think shows up in other places. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically yeah. in a meetup that happens next week's episode. Yeah, Frank I thought those meetups else. were in the same place. Honestly, mm. okay, but yeah. Because I just, my point was going to be the cops got to start patrolling that area. <laughs> Walk around. You got to pull out the list of, of uh, you know, dead wanted fugitives whose bodies they never found. Like, all right, nope, nope, you're good, you're good, you're good. Okay, let's move on to the next person. <laughs> you know, continuously do that. <laughs> yep. That's half their job. Yeah. That's true. Um, so, uh, Frank wouldn't admit this to David. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to meet inside, because David probably has every building bugged. But he respects him for uh, running away and hiding uh, to keep his family safe. At least that's what he portrays to Karen. Which, you don't get that sense, right? That (laughs) Frank respects David. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like a... Like, he respects him overall because of that one fact, but Mm -hmm. like... He sees that he's like you know okay that's that is a hard thing to do uh 
giving him, you know, give him credit where credit is due. I, I kind of think that's that's more along the lines of what he meant by that, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, because, like, Frank's not a, like... He's one of those guys who seems not to respect anyone who didn't fight in the military. Yeah, I mean, he gave he gave David crap previously for, like, uh, what was it, calling a guy when... Mm-hmm. Uh, when he needed something fixed around the house, that kind of stuff, right? He's yeah. he's more of the, uh, um, you know, he likes manly men as as friends, that kind of thing. Mm, that's true. Um, so Karen uh, wants to have like she thinks like a journalist. She wants to expose <laughs> the bad guys, right? Because that's how things work. If you expose them and you call them out on it, then Punishment will be served to the most powerful, some of the most powerful people in America. I'm sure. Um, she's still new, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, I think she's learned literally nothing from her time working at a law office. <laughs> um. No, Wilson Fisk currently in jail. Uh, Karen okay, Page one. Uh, reality zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay that that's true that is true yeah um yeah and then she asks hey frank when is this going to end are when the, all these people are dead are you going to put your guns down or will you continue killing continuously through through many incarnations whether you're alive or dead or possibly a version of frankenstein um <laughs> <laughs> i don't see it doesn't word it that way but I think that's what she's going towards. <laughs> I, I mean, the the question was important to him, right? Or like, it does matter. Like, is he yeah. gonna? It, what, can he actually ever retire? Um, I mean, he tried. That's that's where the season started, right? Yeah. And uh, I guess the answer is no. No, he can't retire. I mean. Yeah, I guess. I mean, spoiler alert, he can retire after two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> or or not. I mean, the, he's still alive at the end of season two. Sorry for that spoiler, everyone. But uh, he could still be doing stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he could have tried to leave. And then he met a guy who gave him a sandwich. And then that guy got hunted down by the mob and they're like all right here i go killing the mob again and, yeah. I, I forgot about that first guy in the first episode of this and i thought you went like i gave him a sandwich and then like short changed him so he got punish him he's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna kill someone for you don't know where his line is <laughs> I think he's a um, he's a lawful evil character. I don't know if he's evil. Lawful neutral character. Like whatever the law is, you have to follow it or you're punished. Okay, all right. I would have gone with chaotic good, but okay. I he has he has a code, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's chaotic. All right. Okay. And also, I don't think he's good. <laughs> neutral at best. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, alright. <laughs> yeah, um, so, uh, is there anything else about his conversation with Karen that you want to bring up? No, no, that's it. That's everything I had, at least. Alright, um, so my next stuff is him going to visit Gunner. Mm-hmm. I, I like that when he, it, as soon as he showed up, he's like, alright. Um, I, I don't really know much about him in, in general. I mean, he, he worked with him. He, he knew mm-hmm. Gunner was, was smart. He was a good guy. Uh, he was asking the, the questions that you should be asking when you're hiding evidence. Like, are we yeah. the baddies? Um, <laughs> but he gets there like, huh, well, I'm going to have to be really careful to make sure he doesn't shoot me. <laughs> he went in ready for that. He was. And still, it didn't work out for him. Mm-hmm. No, it did not. Yeah. Oh, also seeing those traps uh, around his uh, his plot of land. I'm sure that um, helped convince Frank. If he still had a question in his mind, no, you you still need to be really careful around this guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, fast forwarding a little bit to like David. Uh, when David runs in and doesn't get hit by one booby trap, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had the same thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, like he reaches Gunner's cabin. Um, Gunner, not the safest practitioner of uh, fire safety because he leaves his wood burning. I'm assuming wood burning stove on, and he's not home. Um, but he probably just ran out of the house when he heard someone coming. Um, Could be that. Yeah, I, I did not notice that. About the stove. <laughs> yeah, well, I noticed that there was smoke coming from the chimney. Ah, okay. Because I was like, I didn't remember exactly what happened, but I thought the odds of him being home were very unlikely. <laughs> um, And then we find out that Gunner, not a uh, future Hawkeye, because yes, he shoots Arrow, uh, Arrow at Frank, but he misses the second one. Mm-hmm. So, no spoilers for Hawkeye, the show, because it hasn't been out that long yet. But Gunner does not appear as his protege. Correct. Mainly because he dies in this episode of The Punisher. That, and his name is not Error, it's Gunner. So he's <laughs> better at guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That too, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he gets... Uh, the information he needs, and uh, that Colonel Bennett and Agent Orange were in on it, um, along with Schoonover, the whole drug smuggling stuff. And <laughs> I don't know if they revealed this earlier, but uh, they were smuggling it in the corpses of fallen soldiers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember that either. So I, I guess that they just announced that in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's real messed up, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess apparently it was effective, but also, yes, very messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm surprised by this show. Like, the premise is his wife and children were murdered. I don't know why I'm surprised all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... It's such a different thing than we're used to in the MCU, right? Like, this is... I mean, honestly, all of the, the Netflix shows have a very different tone from everything else that we get. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just... Everything is everything is messed up. The, the kinds of things that yeah, these characters true. deal with. I mean, he couldn't just be a good Catholic boy who beats people up in a red suit. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, Santa Claus's deal. Uh yeah, the Futurama Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's a missed opportunity because now, like, if Futurama was still on, and you know how they're doing all those like shorts with uh Simpsons and Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. Why like Santa Claus as Daredevil <laughs> in Futurama? <laughs> oh, that could have been funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, Rollins, a.k.a. Agent Orange, sends in a squad of nine people to mm-hmm. take out Gunner. Just coincidentally, Frank was there, too. Yeah, he got unlucky, I guess. So, yeah, I, I don't I, I guess everyone, everyone in this scenario was unlucky. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is bad. All around. I mean, if anything, Frank came out the best because he did get the information he needed. But it doesn't yes. end well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, Gunner kills three and Frank kills six of them. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I didn't write down how Gunner killed them. Probably arrows all the way around, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he had... I. Yeah, I can't remember. I, f- I feel like he got a gun towards the end, but you know, I really don't remember. Yeah, uh, Frank kills one by booby trap using that axe that comes up. Uh, one by um assault rifle, two by knife, and uh, two by sniper rifle in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, Frank uh doesn't realize they have body cams or just doesn't care, which he probably doesn't realize it because he gives himself away to Rollins, uh, who's watching on the camera. Yeah, that's what I was trying to. Um, figure out, and then I I didn't put a lot of effort into trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
weren't were the, weren't those cameras like very obviously right on the helmets? I am not sure where they were. Okay. Yeah. But I my gut would be like he's full of you know adrenaline fight or well fight because it's Frank. Uh, <laughs> so he wasn't thinking clearly at all, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean also you know, I, I think for him, step one is to survive this fight. So if he has to give himself away, then, oh, well, that sucks. But yeah. he also probably had an assumption of who sent these people. And then maybe that person already knows Frank's alive or not. Like he was he was hoping. But yeah, I guess at this point. Oh, well. Yeah, and you're totally right about just making sure these guys don't survive. Um uh, my you no, know, I know my superhero career is not long, but as a man who's been playing a lot of Spider-Man Miles Morales recently, mm-hmm. uh, when I go for like the side objectives in like a fight, I'm much more likely to die in the game because I'm focused on getting to the side objectives instead of just killing or no, not killing it's Spider-Man, uh, knocking <laughs> him off fifty-story buildings, but somehow they're still webbed to the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a so really it's like, cool trick. <laughs> it is. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like if I focus on the side objectives to get the extra bonus points, I don't succeed in the main mission, and that's probably what I was thinking. He doesn't need to be unseen completely. He needs to uh survive the main mission because he only ha- well, I was going to say he only has one life, but he's faked his death. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's see. He he didn't die the first time when they killed his family. Mm-hmm. And then he mysteriously vanished from a prison after a a prison fight. And then he hasn't been seen or heard from since. Well, un- until now. Yeah. Basically, right? Yeah, okay. And there's a very good chance he's going to die after the end of this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, considering how much damage he took. Yeah. I'm like, I'm impressed that... Like, well, he got shot in the shoulder with an arrow, and then he um, he gets shot in the gut and still, like, kills, like, three people after he gets shot in the gut, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the side, at least. Yep. Yeah. And you know, you know he's a main character, because he lasts longer than Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> Much longer, yes. He gets a second season. Gunner does not. That's true. Gunner does it barely. Yeah, Gunner's been in three episodes because I looked him up on uh, IMDb. Uh, I didn't even know who he was in the first two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I vaguely remember. Like, it wasn't until this episode that I put together, like, oh, that's right. He was the guy in the previous episodes where he was like... uh, uh, digging the hole for the body with Frank. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was that. And then there was the other scene where, like, he met him. I remember that vaguely, where he's like, mm-hmm. hey. And he, like, spouts off a bunch of uh, Bible yeah, some, verses yeah. to mess with Frank. He, then he says, yeah, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, that's, I actually liked Gunner. Like, mm-hmm. I'm... I've said this before, especially in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when we talk about Mac. Like, I'm not a fan, usually, of the overly religious characters. But it's like, that's not his only character trait. He's also a gun nut or an air- and an archer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he just wants to be left alone on his couple acres of land in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I would leave that guy alone. Yep, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else before we move on? Uh, no, no, that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, Frank had like three things in this episode, right? He he yelled at, at uh, Micro for uh, the fact that Madani saw his face the, in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, he saw Karen, and then there was this whole action scene at the end of the episode. So, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he breaks Leo... I, I had this realization moments ago when I looked at the notes. He breaks Leo Lieberman's heart. Her name's Leo Lieberman. <laughs> oh, the daughter is, yeah. is Leo? Oh, okay. Do, do you know yeah. what the son's name is? Zach. Zach, okay. All right. I don't... His wife's Sarah, right? I think it's Sarah. That sounds familiar, yeah. 
Yeah, because Frank's wife's Maria. I don't know hmm. what Frank's kids are named. Neither do I. I'm going to say it's Frank Jr. and Francine. Or Francine and Mario. You don't see that often enough. <laughs> the, the, the boy named after the mother's name. Yeah, okay, that could be it. <laughs> Francine and Mario. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so moving on to Madani. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've been spilling over wheels on this for four episodes now. Like, Madani, or at least I've been arguing that Madani's not really a hero. And we both know she's, like, one of the protagonists. Mm -hmm. So I had to justify it. So uh, she's, uh, I say she's promoted to hero because she's staying on the, like, her Afghan partner's case, uh, putting her job and her life in danger. And that's heroic. That is. That is what heroes do. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, that's exactly what Thor says. Thor yep. is mm-hmm. to bring justice for Afghan cops. <laughs> and mm-hmm. just anybody, yep. probably. Alright. But specifically, he lists Afghan cops first in his list. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like a, a list of 30 different things, and it ends with, and everyone else. Uh, but for some reason... He I mean, dude, that's that's why people don't enjoy Thor the Dark World that much, because there's this part, <laughs> like halfway through the movie... <laughs> Where he just lists what heroes do. Oh, I remember. We talked about it for like a half hour when we did our our review. That was like almost all of our part two. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, really, uh, by using that list, we had to deduce what heroes don't do. Apparently, heroes don't um, chop down cherry trees. Sorry, George Washington. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's kind of how we ended that. I mean, yep. I'm glad you remembered that because I didn't. Yeah. Well, it's in you know it's on my big board of top ten things we've talked about. Don't tell me. Don't let me list the other things um, because we got to talk about Madonna and she's way more important. We'll come back to that later. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, we'll do that instead of uh, reading a, an ad. Oh, okay. Not this episode, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, next week. Next week. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, we already talked about my first note. <laughs> it's completely unbelievable that she'd be messed up after an accident, because we've all seen Black Widow fall from three stories. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the amount of damage she took, right? Because she, she was in the... She she was in a car that was hit by another car at a what was that ninety degree angle T bone is that the phrase yeah um okay and so when it when she came to like she was upside down and Frank had to pull her out otherwise she was about to blow up um yeah she's she's in a lot of pain mm-hmm. which makes perfect sense mm-hmm. and yeah. it's visible yes it is. Yeah, um, yeah, like, Black Widow, you see the bruises. Um, this isn't really spoilers for Hawkeye, but with Hawkeye, you at least feel the bruises. <laughs> and same with Madonna. Yeah. That's true, yeah, although to be fair, I mean, come on, how old is Hawkeye? Probably... I, I genuinely don't know. How old is he supposed to be? Like, late 30s, early 40s? I don't know how old Jeremy Renner is, but let's... Okay, yeah. I'm going to say Jeremy Renner's... Like, he's like a Hollywood 50. <laughs> like, he's he's 50, but he's like Hollywood agent, so it's like... He's, <laughs> like, got the body of, like, a 35-year-old. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I just looked it up. Okay, um, I was typing oh, in. Actually, in. Okay, so by the, t- <laughs> by the time this episode we're recording drops, he will be 51. He's currently 50. Ah! Dead on! <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um so Hawkeye's like thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. Cause they always play younger. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Madani, um, she shows up for a work night the next day, right? Um, because she wants revenge for her car. <laughs> <laughs> Which does answer the question, like, where the hell did she get that car from? It's hers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a personal car. I mean, 
it seems like she likes cars in, in general. Maybe that mm-hmm. one specifically. Um, so, yeah, like that was a that was a personal thing to her. Hey, Al. Mm-hmm. How, so that was her car when she was 16. Her dad gave it to her as a gift, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. How did you get your first car? Um. Also gift. My dad bought a new car and then mm-hmm. I got his old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how I got mine. Like my mom got a new car and she gave me her old one. How long mm-hmm. did your first car last? Uh, so That's a good question. So I had it for three years mm-hmm. and then it went to my sister. Because ah. that's when I bought myself a car. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I think she had it for at least a year, maybe two after that. Did but did she sell it or um did something happen? I no, actually you don't know, I think it fine something about it just died and it was too expensive to repair. Yeah. Like at I that had, point the car was like fifteen years old. Yeah, I had a car that car for like five years. Uh myself. Um Okay. To be fair, to be fair, um, our friend Fernando drove it into a ditch. So, oh, okay. um, <laughs> that's a... mm-hmm. okay. But I'm just like thinking, you do stupid stuff when you, you get your first car. Um, I don't think I could imagine having even a really nice, cool car like this. I don't think it would survive from her age of 16 to. I'm going to assume, you know, same as Jeremy uh, Renner. She's probably like 35. Probably not in real life. <laughs> you know, head as a character. Acting director of Homeland Security in New York City, definitely 35. That's probably career trajectory. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if she really likes it, she would throw the money at it to, oh, hey, you need to completely rebuild the engine. I have no idea what's involved with that, but it sounds expensive. Yeah. I think she would be okay with throwing the money at that. Yeah. Also, I mean, I got to put in this perspective. Uh, working for Homeland Security might make more money than what I was doing at the time, being a part-time after-school teacher and going to college. So, <laughs> I probably... Just a little bit more. Yeah, just, just, a, little just, yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, as a full-time teacher, she still makes a hell of a lot more money than I do. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but she says she needs to come help her team. Uh, she doesn't need them to, like, clean up her mess. And, um, yeah, she gets put on the trail of Frank, because she saw Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, a lot of the things that she says is, um, uh, you know, her, her image, right? Protecting mm-hmm. her, like, yeah, what would the team think if... You know, our our mission went to crap the night before, and then I just don't show up for work. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of that. But yeah, like like you said, she saw Frank, and now she is reignited in wanting to solve that previous case. Where, you know, previously, her only lead was Frank Castle, who was dead. So there goes that. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, this, this changes everything. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that she doesn't tell anybody that it could be Frank, because... She would come off a little crazy. Or obsessive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this puts her on the trail of Karen Page. So she calls Karen in for her second scene. Um, I love Karen in this. Because she she's in, being interrogated by the acting director of Homeland Security. And so she starts interviewing her to put her on the back foot. <laughs> Yeah, when are you going to get this chance again? I mean, come on, take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and Karen uh, pretty much calls Frank a victim. Uh, his life was a tragedy. It still is a tragedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And pretty much leaves it with Karen. She says that Frank had a code and should be left alone. If he was still alive. He's not alive, but if he was alive, he should probably be left alone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, didn't she say like his his story, like his past, should be left alone? That kind of. No, or did I, I just look into it too much? <laughs> I think you looked into it too much. I well, oh, okay. or maybe I miss. I could have missed. Uh, um, 
interpreted it. I was thinking that she was like, he just he was just a guy who wanted to be left alone. And he should be left alone. Like like in death. But she's like really saying he should be left alone in life. But I can't say this because you're the director of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. So she gets she she does the Karen does that interview with Padani. Uh then she leaves to immediately see uh Frank later that same day and Madani doesn't follow her. <laughs> no, why would she? Come on. You're right, you're right. I have no idea why. No. Um she uh instead she gets a room of people who could have been in the room uh when the Afghani officer which means, like, is this every Marine in Kandahar? Or? <laughs> well, no, I, I think she actually got the list of the the people, the, the Marine, or the, well, not the Marines, the uh, the soldiers in Project Cerebus? Cerebus? Cerebus. I, I keep forgetting how to, Cerberus. I, one of these days I will remember how to pronounce that word, Cerberus. Um, I, I think that she somehow got the the roster right even though technically it didn't exist yeah somehow she still got that those names i don't know where yeah i don't i don't think she got the roster Mm. because she would have first of all i don't think there were 30 people in that room because they specifically i think she says there are like 29 people on the list or something like that Mm. okay but also they only like they only pick out Frank's on the list, obviously, and Gunner's on the list. What was Stein supposed to do? Just check them out. I think so. Like, see if they exist. Yeah. See, see if they're so still I don't alive think it's the or roster. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Hmm. Yeah. Still curious where she got that that list of names from, though. That that is true. Um, it's everyone who signed, uh, Frank's Marine yearbook. (laughs) Mm, ah, That's a thing, right? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I should go, my cousin, uh, is a former Marine, and I should be like, hey man, uh, can I see your Marine yearbook? (laughs) Just curious. (laughs) What what secret projects were you part of? I think my cousin was part of Project Service. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like Project Spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's and the one Clifford. he would be in. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clifford has no spots. Also, did that movie come out? I think it did. I honestly don't know if it's out okay. yet or not. <laughs> I'm maybe not maybe by it. the time this episode is dropped. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Stein tell or she tells Stein to, um, check the people out, and he says no to the director of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like there should be a little bit more than her chasing him saying she thinks Frank is alive. I think it should be insubordination. Yeah, um, I mean, I kind of wonder if it's him just trying to protect himself. Um, well, one hundred percent is. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and and maybe that's it. Maybe that's really just like he doesn't have to say it out loud. She knows exactly why he's saying no, so she just has to like convince him. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's it. Uh, that's... That, I'm pulling at straws here. I don't know. I mean, kind of. I mean, you, she does have an investigation going down about the loss of guns that mm-hmm. Frank stole. Um, yeah, and then Stein lies on her behalf, uh, and gives her a week to get evidence, which, you've got the resources, probably not going to be that much of a problem. I I mean, yeah, that's true. I I guess, I mean, I don't know how good she is of a investigator, um, but we, we see, you know, throughout the show, she's pretty good. Um, also, she's the, the acting director of this entire agency she can just start pulling in other people and tell them less info like hey do me a favor look into this 
Yeah. Get back to give, me when you know more. Give like, yeah, give six people five names each. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Billy. She's got that investigation on lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no need to make other people do the same amount of work. I don't know. She's got that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So she goes out with Billy at the end of this. And uh, they end up sleeping together. And Billy is more slowed down by the broken ribs, or at least bruised ribs, than she is. Well, I mean, he just found out about it. She she at least already knew. <laughs> that is definitely true. <laughs> she takes off her shirt and she goes, what the hell? Like, Oh, yeah, I got these yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't tell you about that. Right. Anyway, I'm in a ton of pain, but these pills are helping. They are. And so was the alcohol they probably had. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for Madani? Um, sorry, just looking at my notes. Nope, that's it. All right. Uh, cool. Did we have anything, any other heroes? I really didn't no. have anything for, no. for Micro, for David Lieberman. Okay. Uh, I don't count David as a hero. Oh, no? Oh, okay. He's literally I, a guy in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> have we been doing that for the other episodes? I honestly yep. can't remember. We have. I, I, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, there are two, legitimately two guys in the chair in the entire MCU who can can be seen as guys in the chair. And that's Ned, because he claims it, and David mm-hmm. does the same thing as Ned, but doesn't brag about it. Hold on, I'm thinking, and you're right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think we see Fitzsimmons sit, like, two, three yeah. times in total in those seven seasons. So, yeah, so they can't be. And I'm out of people after that. <laughs> I mean, give it some time. When the mutants get involved, uh, Professor X is going to be the next guy in the chair. <laughs> uh, that's the, okay, that's true. That's true. We'll <laughs> never get to put him as a hero. Well, we'll see what All happens. Right. Could, I mean, he might not be heroic. To quote Kitty uh, Pride, uh, Professor Xavier is a jerk. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. Good to know. All right, let's take a quick ad break, and then we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Hey, Tony. As a homeowner, what was the third thing you did to your house after moving in? Let's see. Put the key in the keyhole. It turned it. I opened the door. <laughs> Third thing. Exactly. The same as me. You set up traps to stop invaders. Now, when Tony and I did that, we spent a lot of time on our own learning how to create traps and making our own solutions, which, to be honest, was a lot of copying what we saw in the movie Home Alone. But a much better solution is to call our friends at Mouse House Traps, who can set up your home, any home, not just a house, with their security solution. The fine people at Mouse House Traps will come out to your dwelling and show you what type of security components they can add. In some cases, they provide custom solutions, but usually you'll get the basics. Things like a floor full of marbles, a molten hot doorknob, icy steps, something involving a Dewallifier 9000, and finally, their specialty, mouse traps on the floor. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free estimate. I don't know why they're not free by default, but they're they're not. They usually charge from. Also, note Mouse House Traps does not trap mice. <laughs> that was actually going to be my question, so I'm glad we yep. resolved that. Uh, should I put, when we do this, you have the note. Should I put that like two times speed so it's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you edit... the fine print. Uh, I mean, if it's not too much effort for you, sure. Why oh, not? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to oh. probably leave this conversation in. Everybody, oh, all right, when you're listening, quickly put your, um, when you hear note, put your um, podcast catcher to two times speed and just put it back to regular. In the future, I'll try to remember that and then I'll just talk faster. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because your podcast catcher would <laughs> be like four times speed and then you won't know anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? 
how even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! I, I got Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. That's, that's the one guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Rollins is still alive. Mm-hmm. And his eye is all messed up. Yeah, because uh, Frank, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank gave him pink eye, and there were no pink eye drops in uh, Afghanistan at the time. And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your eye becomes cloudy. Mm-hmm. With doubt. With doubt. <laughs> but it's this easy. man... This man has no doubt. Because he gives one of those speeches, like, we do the dirty work, so the American people don't have to do the dirty work, because they decide... They are citizens of America who get clean work. I think that that was a... I think I quoted verbatim. So. Yeah, yeah, no. All of his doubt drained out of his brain and into his eye. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he just doesn't use that eye anymore, so no doubt. <laughs> so Gwen Stefani. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm going to make a prediction that is completely inaccurate to the ending of the season. That uh, Frank will defeat uh, Rollins by punching him again in that eye, and all the doubt will flood back into his brain, being squished out of the eye. And then he's like, "Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should turn myself in." And he does it before the doubt drains out again. Um, I want to, I mean, I don't remember, but mm-hmm. I, I would bet that you're, you're pretty close to what happens. Okay, I'm sure, cool. I'm sure that, you know, the doubt drains back into his body and he decides to stop, but Frank just kills him anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because one <laughs> time more likely. he short, she, he shortchanged them when Rollins was going to go out and get sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He gave the correct change to a different person. Um, but Frank just thought that he missed out on, on 25 cents. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what this whole thing's about. Not about all the people who died in the flashback from one of the previous episodes. It's mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he did also mess up Frank's sandwich order. <sighs> that's terrible. He won the fit special, right? With a little yeah, oh, bit yeah. of pesto mm-hmm. aioli. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so Rollins has bugged Madonna's office. Mm-hmm. Does he just check in on the homeland security just cuz? Or did he get like hints that she's on to their stuff? That's what I was trying to figure out. Like he um okay, so the office that she has mm-hmm. is that her office like when the no season idea. started? Or was that the office of the previous guy, whose name I forgot? Well, I, the, well the she guy just got killed. back from Afghanistan, right? No, no, I, I mean the office that that is bugged. Did that well, no, like no. before yeah, she got I, her promotion? Did it? Uh, did it belong to the previous guy in charge? Well, that was my question. Like, did oh. she have an office because she just got back from Afghanistan? That's a good question, huh? I don't remember if she had. I mean, I'm sure she had something somewhere. Like she yeah. was going to get a seat. Mm-hmm. Um, she was going to become a guy in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but then her boss died. So yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, either it was already bugged because Rollins. Rollins was that? That's his yeah, name. I wrote down Rollins. the CIA guy because I could not remember his name. Okay, Rollins. Um. He. He probably either already had it bugged. Um, to check in on the other guy, or he didn't trust me about it because, like, part of the reason she came back was because she was getting close to things, and they pulled her out. Right? Wasn't that part of the yeah. reason why she's yeah. back in the U.S.? Okay. So either way, I feel like there's a valid reason for Rollins to want to spy on her. I mean, not like like good valid, but like. Mm-hmm. A make it makes sense that he would do the spying. Mm-hmm. How long ago did her partner in Afghanistan get killed? Because, like, from her storyline, it feels really, really recent. But, like, looking at the context of the entire show, this, like, happened, like, a year ago. 
Um, I mean, I think that she, because she was investigating while she was out there, right? Like he, it wasn't like he was killed and then she left. Okay, that's how it feels to me. But what you're saying makes more logical sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think you know that that probably happened, and then she spent time trying to get a bunch of evidence, and then she was slowly getting close. But by then, I mean everyone. Uh, you know, Rollins and and all of them were gone, right? They're already back mm-hmm. in the U.S. And then uh, Frank was killing those of them that he knew about. So that's true. Okay, mm-hmm. that's so that that definitely messed with the amount of evidence that she would able she would be able to get. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So back to Rollins, though. He oh, gets yes. a secret medal. Um. Mm-hmm. That's secret. So I mean, what's the point of having the medal ceremony? <laughs> I mean, that's just my I, opinion. Maybe because I'm self-centered. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. I, I think that's actually a thing that the CIA <laughs> you agree that does. I'm self-centered. The, Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I assume that's a thing the CIA actually does because this shows up in other TV shows that I've yeah, seen of like CIA. Like, I, I really want someone to come out one day and say, like, no, that's just made up. Someone had a really good idea for uh, TV shows. Uh, and then we didn't do that until like three years ago when they're like, yeah, we should do this. That's a good idea. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's secret, how do they know? How did the screenwriters know? Uh, it, it could be like. It, it could just be one of those symbolically secret things like, oh, yeah, everyone knows if you actually work there, you can go and you see yeah. the wall. It's actually written down. I don't know. <laughs> but that's, okay. that's their thing, right? They, they keep secrets. So, eh. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and then he gets uh, offered a promotion to be deputy director of the CIA? Question mark? I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Cause, yeah, because his boss is going to be taking the, I guess, the actual director. I forget what the, the phrase is, the title, but like the, the top dog position. I think that's the official title. Mm, okay. Okay, cool. I, I mean, it's the CIA. Everything's a secret there. So, yeah, it could actually be called Top Dog. I don't know. <laughs> I. The CIA isn't like. I mean, yes, they do secret stuff, but like we know who the public. I don't know who the director of CIA is, but that's public knowledge. Well, yeah, but we don't know their title. <laughs> I think the title is CIA director. All right. Well, David I searched. I searched uh, "top dog of CIA," and the first thing that came up is CIA's top ten dog training tips. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but I typed in CIA director. It's William J. Burns. Google Images has two pictures of women and then a guy. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> hmm. eh, all right. But yeah, um, but. Since I didn't look it up, I don't know who the deputy director is, and I'm not going to find out. Um, yeah, so she asked if there's any skeletons in the closet, and apparently the server stuff, though really, really big, only bad thing he's concerned about. Or he has many of these uh, strike teams going around across the country and the world. <laughs> yeah, or she knows about it. And it was an so. approved mission. Yeah, probably not. I um, think it's like the reason he sent out the strike team to hit Gunner is because he needs to keep this skeleton buried. Or in the closet, I guess. So, or the opposite. Um, so I was waiting till, till we talk about that. But let's talk about that a little bit right now. Um, yeah. Okay, so he sends this strike team out to kill a, a U.S. citizen on U.S. soil. Mm-hmm. And the entire team he sends dies. Yes. How how much power does he have that he can hide that from from everyone? Right. Like well, we don't. Someone know, as of right now, we don't know that he hides it. That's true. Which leads back to this previous conversation when he's talking with his boss. Maybe she does know what he's doing. I really don't think he. Does. She does. Man. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. A little bit of a spoiler for later in the season. I might know what happened. And yeah, they, they all died. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or more than that. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm not going to say it now because of spoilers. But uh, I, I 
I can imagine in my mind a storyline thing that fits that um, has it where his boss, where she doesn't know. So, okay. All right. That, that would also make sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it doesn't go well for him. That he, part is true. Yeah. He, all nine of his guys die. And then um, Frank's there alive. So he's actually, I mean, he doesn't know that Gunner dies in this, right? Because he could definitely assume that Gunner's still alive because all his guys died. Um, but he, it's like, it's a net loss for him because not only does, like, he could have been neutral. Like, his team's gone, but the opponent's gone. No, mm-hmm. he gained another opponent in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this guy's alive again. Oh. <laughs> the if guy only I had doubt, I would stop this right now. But he mm-hmm. ruined that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for Rollins. So. Yeah, also, fun fact, Rollins doesn't like calling Frank Castle the Punisher. He calls him the D-Doubter. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, any other things for villains? <laughs> no, that's it. He's the only person I had written down for this. Alright, uh, moving on to the guy in the chair. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. David. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, I love that David gives Frank field rations and makes himself a sandwich. <laughs> that, that was great. Like, he didn't, he didn't say anything. Nope. Well, it, this guy okay. obviously loves field rations. That has to have been what he was thinking. Like, oh, okay, I'll do the nice thing, and I'll save the field rations that we have for Frank. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's absolutely no reason why Frank would have to eat field rations during this part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have a stocked fridge. Also, <laughs> I, I guess, how does Frank not know that part? Come on. <laughs> I think Frank doesn't cook. Or he doesn't trust food that he didn't make by hand or get out of a little pouch. Okay. Yep. So then he wouldn't trust the food in the fridge. No, exactly. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Frank leaves to meet Gunner. Uh, unfortunately, David never gets to meet Gunner. I feel like they would have really hit it off. <laughs> I mean, David did eventually... Um, grow on Frank. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it would have been a really bad situation. Like, I think Frank would have invited Gunner to stay in their little warehouse with them, and now David's outnumbered by military guys. He can't. He can't even handle Frank. <laughs> yeah. And then what's his name? Would have probably moved in. Um. Curtis? Yeah, Curtis. There we go. That other guy. Yeah. Yep. So, uh. And then, and then eventually, David would have just said, no, nah, screw this, I'm done. And he would move out. Yep. He He's... would move into his family's attic. <laughs> there we go. Doesn't have to worry about, a uh, about the, the cameras anymore. You just listen. Yep. I feel like that's, I don't know if that's better or worse. I also, cameras... <laughs> huh? I, also, I also don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. you won't see things anymore. Um, which oh, is I also was... maybe better. I was thinking ethically. <laughs> oh. Like, having cameras in your house uh, is bad to spy on mm-hmm. people. But also living in your attic just to listen in on them also bad. <laughs> Actually, I think the living in the attic's worse. Because he'd have to come down and steal food from his family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, like a true guy in the chair, he gives tactical advice to the hero by <laughs> using his drone. I'm surprised that Gunner doesn't have a, like, automated system to shoot down drones. <laughs> he seems like a guy who would invest in that, or, like, 
you know, this is Marvel Cinematic Universe, like some type of EMP or something to shut shut down technology. <laughs> uh, no, he probably assumed that if you know someone Lasers. was being an idiot, he would just shoot the lone drone with his arrow and his, then his find and murder arrow. that guy. Yes. Yeah. Just wait for the guy to come by and try to get it, and yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, David does it a little too late because Franks and Gunnar are already wounded. But he does help him kill like the last like four guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Frank goes unconscious, and we already talked about this. How lucky he was! He didn't like explode or get hit by an axe with a booby. Oh trap. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he didn't even know there were booby traps. <laughs> yeah, but he gets Frank's unconscious body and does some quick EMT work and. Frank at least doesn't die in this episode. We'll see what happens next. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe he dies and then he gets replaced by a Frank Castle variant. That's true. No, I mean, at this point, Loki hasn't broken the timeline. There's only one sacred timeline. But, yeah. So in the yeah, Punisher okay. season three, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Anything else for David? Uh, no, no. I mean, they honestly, it, we're at that point of the series where like we have enough of these characters that everyone's getting such small parts. So, yeah, yeah nothing, nothing else for him. All right. Um, then moving on to 12 percent of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12 percent with credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what is better than 11%? What the hell does that have to do with anything? All right, I've got nothing. I just got uh, Frank's current kill count. He killed six people this episode. Gunner killed three. So Frank's kill count is up to 40. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? Not a bad kill count. Four per episode so far. I think the number's going to go higher. But... (laughs) Eventually. Wait, did you say his number's up to 40? Yeah, 40. And this is episode five? That'd be... Five times four is 20. Yes. <laughs> so that's eight, an average of eight episodes. Eight yeah, okay. people <laughs> per episode. I'm okay. fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just well, having a slight stroke. Well, you know, you you did that math wrong, but then I pointed it out and could not do the math in my head to actually figure out the right answer that it was eight. Oh, okay. I, I kept trying to double five. Like, no, that can't be right. Four times ten? No. This is an episode ten. Yeah, like, I knew it. It all connected somewhere. It was somewhere in the same fact family. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. You know, just change the number around until it fits what you want it to say, and you're good. Yeah. Um, I could hear you hesitate when you said Fitz because you thought I was going to do Agents of Shield. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to make it work. Anyway, <laughs> Al, are you ready to rate this episode and hopefully wrap it up? Because we're a little punchy. Yeah, yeah. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender, so we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, how many arrows to the chest do you rate this episode? Um, That's a good question. I actually don't know how I'm going to rate this episode at all. (laughs) I'll give it a three, because I'm not sure how I'm going to rate it. No, three and a half. There was action. (laughs) Okay, um, I'm also giving it a three. You know, one of the things that's that's hard about this show, um, like, is is talking about it. Like, it's the the Netflix shows themselves are always like uh, longer form, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
They're or slower is, is how I usually see them as. Um, yeah. And then because there's so many characters and all of that stuff, it's just, it's hard to talk about it. And so I always feel like I see the episode and I'm like, yeah, okay, it was enjoyable. And then we talk about it and I just feel like, like I didn't have anywhere near as much to say as I do in the non-Netflix shows. Mm, that's true. And, and then as a result, I feel like I end up giving it a lower score. But um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to stick with my three. Three arrows to the chest. Okay. Probably killed him, unless it was Frank. Mm-hmm. Or Black Widow, probably. <laughs> anyway. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Join us next time when we cover the next episode of The Punisher, Season 1, Episode 6, The Judas Goat. And remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that five-star rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Punisher Season 1, Episode 5, Gunner, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Supersonic, supersonic, psychedelics and some chronic, still remain a trending topic, five movies, let's be honest, what you call it, that's a major motion picture wallet, uh, no I do not want to comment, uh, don't approach me, I-